So here we are, 2019, just like that. Happy New Year, y'all. Thanks for listening. So many great supporters of this podcast, No Guitar is Safe. My name is Jude Gold. I consider you all my friends, and we're going to open the year with a special bonus episode because, well, I'm a little busy this first couple of days. Going to New Zealand. I can't believe it. I'm so fortunate, so thrilled, and thankful that the band I play with, Jefferson Starship, we get to support Toto for four shows down on the other side of the equator. Rocking out for some Kiwis. Great Kiwi band on the bill too. Dragon. So it's a three banger, three bands. We're in the middle slot playing four summertime shows with Lukather, Steve Lukather, Luke Daddy, your friend and mine who you remember, of course, from episode 64 when we plugged in with him. But since I'm a little bit time crunched, I figured I'd fire off this cool thing, at least I think is cool, before I hit the road. And it starts with a little thing called the capo. I can't tell you how powerful these things are, but I've noticed that there are plenty of very accomplished, experienced, even pro guitar players that don't always know the full power of the capo. For example, one time a great guitar player who plays lots of gigs came up to me and asked me, he said, Yo, man, I love your guitar part on Garden, the song that you wrote with Liza Oxnard, but I'm playing the notes pretty well, but I did, they just don't sound right. What am I doing wrong? Well, I knew instantly that he had not heard the capo. If any of you don't know how to hear a capo, well, I think you'll be able to hear the capo pretty darn good and also know how to use one by the end of this episode. So this is what my friend played me. He played me back my guitar part, But it just wasn't ringing. That's because he didn't hear the capo. Here's how I actually played it. I think you'll hear a dramatic difference. Here it is with a capo at the fifth fret. Add a little verb and delay, or as they call it in the recording studio, soul and talent. Yeah, now that's filling up the speakers. You can really maybe hear the capo a little bit more at the end of this song where I was playing something like this. Yeah, we jokingly call the capo a cheater, but you know, there's a misconception amongst many players, at least players I've encountered, that capos are only for beginners who don't know how to play complicated stuff. Well, somebody forgot to tell one of my favorite guitar players of all time, Lindsey Buckingham, that. This is, of course, his song, Big Love. It's just kind of in the A minor position, but moved up with the capo, where it has such a great new ring. It totally transforms the guitar. Capos just give the guitar an extra ring. Like, for example, let's take that A minor shape, move it up to the 
seventh position, so the capo is at the seventh fret, and you can play this gorgeous guitar part by Simon and Garfunkel. I'll play it on electric guitar here. Of course, that's Scarborough Fair. Maybe I could sort of fake the melody a little bit. Again, we've sort of transformed the guitar. Yes, open strings are just so powerful, and to me a capo, in my mind, is really an open string generator, because it puts them wherever you want to put that capo and get some open strings ringing. And I'm not the only one. There's a lot of great people out there. I call them Lords of the Ring. See what I did there? Players who really tap into that power. And here's another myth. The myth is capos don't rock. Well, somebody forgot to tell Pete Townsend that. Here I am messing around with his capo part third fret. Capo, the real me by the who. Let's fade that in. That so completely, totally rocks. For another example, think about Eddie Van Halen's part on Little Guitars. You know, like at the very end, he played that on a short scale guitar. Well, guess what? It's basically the same as putting a capo at the third fret. So you drop your low string down a whole step, drop D, slap a capo on. I think it's the third fret. Play in the D position. Boom, you got an instant little guitar. Chances are, once you start messing around with capos more, you start to recognize them in a lot of songs. Here's one of the great guitar parts of all time. Eagles, Hotel California. Let's move over to the more jazz pop world. Nora Jones, don't know why, that single must have sold 27 trillion records. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but it has a fantastic Jesse Harris capo guitar part on it, which I'll try to attempt here for you. Adam Levy played lead guitar for her for many, many years. And uh, he, of course, was on this podcast semi-recently. 
One of the most powerful ways to use a capo is to create parts that you wouldn't normally be able to play. Like say a singer comes at you with a simple progression, but it's not really the best guitar key. Like they come at you with a B flat rock thing and they want you to make it magical. They play this. So those are all bar chords. The first thing you gotta do is identify the progression, which is one, five, seven, flat seven actually, to the four chord. Well, if you put it at the third fret, boom, you play an open G type chord and you're hitting a B flat chord. So now see if you can play that progression in that position. Now start messing around. Play that over the bar chords that your singer friend or rhythm guitar player is playing and see what you got. That was good for some jangle, I guess, but let's see if we can add a little more of an interesting guitar part. Again, the capo's still at the third fret. By the way, this is a very special Fender Telecaster. It's a parallel universe Fender American Elite Telecaster. I think I got that right. It's got this beautiful sunburst orange finish, and it's like a Swiss Army knife. It does so many different sounds. Let's stay with that part. our fingers up the neck, but we still got the capo at the third fret. Now we're getting really high, like in what I would call soprano guitar, soprano rhythm guitar, which every once in a while I'll mess around with. I think I once heard Matt Bellamy from Muse do something cool too. Here's a little jam that I did, a little song with a bunch of capo guitars stacked together. Ton of compression. So when you really think about it, what do capos do? They magically move the nut. They move the nut up the neck. And we're getting into some pretty high parts now. Some of them might be a little too high for some of you. <laughs> getting kind of chipmunky, huh? But in a cool way. But what if we could move the nut the other direction? How would we possibly do that? Well, one way that it's done is by simply acquiring a baritone guitar. I love me some baritone, but that's a subject for maybe another special episode down the road. We'll get back to the regular face-to-face -face interviews next time in a couple weeks. Maybe I'll see some of you at the NAM show. In the meantime, have fun with these different capos. I often use Shub capos because not only do they come in different radii to fit your different neck shapes, neck curves, you know, fretboard curves, they also are just so damn portable, man. You can have one. I've literally lost them in my pocket before. <laughs> 
They're really small, love that. Also love the G7th capo. That's got a magical clamping mechanism. You just squeeze it with your hand as tight as you want it and it magically stays that tight. Kaiser capos are awesome. Diderio makes cool capos, Diderio Planet Waves. There's a lot to choose from. Try not to put the capo in the middle of two frets, like between. The more you put it in the center of the string, the more it's gonna clamp down on those strings and essentially bend them sharp. I find that if you can get that capo really close to the fret, not too tight, but just tight enough to get a solid ring going, that will help you out a lot. Some guitars are just more friendly to capos than others. You might try a lighter pick. If you're playing with a really heavy pick, you're gonna maybe cause the strings to slide one direction or another underneath the capo in which they will go sharp. But if you go down this path and you enjoy capos and you enjoy creating guitar parts, you do a lot of studio work, I find them to be an infinitely useful studio tool and guitar part generator. Hope you enjoyed this. Until next time, keep it alive till you're 95, all right? Oh, the time is safe.